welcome to the Scary Spirits Podcast. Please be advised that the presenters may use adult language and or discuss adult situations. This podcast is not intended for younger listeners or those that may be easily offended. So, if you're ready, let's go. Hi, I'm Greg. Hey, I'm Karen. And welcome to Scary Spirits Podcast Reviews, where we review a film that is either in the theaters now or soon to be in the theaters or soon to be available for streaming. How are you, Karen? I'm feeling very special today, Greg. How are you? Why, Karen? Well, how often do you get to review a movie that's not even out yet? Uh, this is my first time, Karen. I know. So <laughs> don't you feel special? And you get to be with me. There is that as well. <laughs> so aren't you feeling special? Absolutely. Actually, it's very exciting. So what film are we reviewing this week, Karen? We have the honor of reviewing The Air of the Witch. Air of the Witch. Not the kind you breathe, the kind you birth. <laughs> with an H. <laughs> Air with an H. And we should say right up front here that we were given a free like screener copy to view. So we're not being compensated other than we got to watch it for free, correct? Unless we were compensated and you didn't tell me. Moving on. <laughs> but it's a full length film. It is. Film comes out August 4th, 2023. So if you're listening to this in 2025, go back and look for it. But it comes out August 4th, 2023. Streaming, correct? Streaming, correct, yeah. Does it say where? I assume wherever you can stream films, Karen. All the major streaming platforms, I would assume. But no, they did not specify. Well, I'm sure if you use the old Google, they'll tell you where to go. You can Google it now, and it's already there. It's already on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes and everything, although no one has reviewed it yet, so there are no reviews that you can look at. <laughs> Ooh. Or ratings. Feel the power. It's released by Pasha Entertainment, so they're the ones that reached out to us and asked us to review it and offered to send us a free screener. So we, we should thank them, Karen, right? Absolutely. Thank you, Pasha Entertainment. For finding our little podcast and making us feel special. Yes. Might you have a brief synopsis of the film, Karen? Well, before we start that, we should probably tell the listeners how we're going to do it. Which basically do we're going to tell, Karen. <laughs> well, I know we're kind of winging it, <laughs> but we don't want to give away any spoilers. No, this so, will be spoiler free as much as I can. As much as we can, we're not going to tell you things that happen. And we're going to say what we kind of liked and I guess didn't like, if you yep. want to say those things, without spoiling anything for you. Correct. And we expect you'll have your own opinions anyway. So once you listen to us, go watch it anyway and then let us know what you think. Yeah. Do you think we're brilliant or wrong? Or... All right. That being said, Karen, do you have a brief synopsis? 
I do. Go on. Tell me a story. Heir of the witch, an underprivileged seamstress haunted by her past, seeks love and acceptance in high society, but is faced with a curse from her evil roots. Thank you, Karen, for that brief synopsis. I would say it's accurate. It, it did come from the production company. <laughs> yes, so that's helpful. <laughs> you did shorten it quite a bit. There's a lot more to the one in their, their uh, media kit or whatever. But so. that pretty much sums it up without spoiling. It spoilers. does sum it up without spoiling. Yeah, I agree. So you're starting with a woman who has less money than other people, but wants a family and love but has this little issue of a curse in her background. Yeah, not not sure why she's all like looking for acceptance in high society, but whatever. Yeah, it seems like a challenge. Keep reaching for the stars. Right, <laughs> <Yes>. Karen? <laughs> Would seem a little out of my reach, but <laughs> No, but I can't can't blame a girl for trying, right? Exactly. So we'll start by saying it's based on or at least loosely based on we'll do Moldovian folklore. Correct. The writer and director of this independent film, Victoria Bell, she is Moldovian. And it's kind of based on her family, right? That's her what it said in what they sent, the packet they sent us, loosely based on her family experiences. Yeah, her, her grandmother Which once was... you see this is a little, what's the right word? <laughs> You think your family history is bad? This might might top it a little bit. Yeah, so apparently her grandmother on her paternal side was a witch. A powerful one, according to her. Yes, and Victoria was told that she sold her soul to the devil. The grandmother. Yes. So I guess that's what prompted her to write the story. And Victoria's father had abandoned them when she was very young, and that kind of comes into play in the film, but... Not quite the way it is written. Yeah. So she says in that same packet, it says she drew from her experiences and her dreams and her fears about this grandmother that she had. So the Moldovian folklore, and I'm going to butcher this word, but we're going to try to say it. The Strigoiko is a witch. You did pretty good, Karen, I think. <laughs> and it's a creature which appears as a result of an unnatural violent death. And it's said that those who died a bad death were to come back and haunt the living. They emerge from their graves in order to torment their families until their relatives die. The curse has been passed down through generations only by female with the blood of the young and the willingness to accept and wield the power that precedes it. So either you accept the power or you deny the power because it also says then there are those that face their dreadful fate by rejecting it. So yes. that's kind of the premise of the that's, whole movie. Yeah, it's pre just pretty much the opening of the film. And those here. words are there, yes, when yeah. the film opens. But that's not spoiler, that's background. <laughs> <laughs> True. The plot of the film, I think it bounces back between the present and memories. So you get a lot of the backstory through flashbacks. So you're watching the present wondering what she is so afraid of. And if I was her, I would be afraid to go to sleep. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> the main character is a woman and she pretty much is in almost every scene. Of and the she movie. is the woman who 
portrays the main character is the director and writer of the film as well, Victoria Bell. But I don't think she's not in many scenes at all. So she's she's not. There are a, a few. There are a few that she's not in, but she is in. I would say ninety percent of them. But as she goes through the story in the present, you learn about things that happen to her through flashbacks or dreams. I guess what I'm trying to say is you don't get all the backstory right up front. You get it throughout the film. Yeah. You, we learn a little more as the film progresses about her. And backstory. she is a, a seamstress. And I will tell you one thing that I noticed right away. So she's magic with her sewing machine and she has a, a lot of rich clients, which you learn from this summary. And she makes beautiful clothes but she doesn't wear them. I kept thinking, why is she wearing peasant clothes when, you know, she's making these beautiful clothes, but it does get explained to you. It does. So, because at first you're thinking she's very, plain isn't the right word, but rather, what's a non-fancy? What's a word for non-fancy? Simple. Simple. (laughs) Simple clothing. But that was one thing I was curious about. There was that dichotomy there of what she was wearing versus what Mm -hmm. she was making. Right. Another thing I found curious, or at least extremely interesting, there was a picture of her family in the house. And everyone is looking at the camera in the picture except the grandmother who is turned away from from the camera. It's the back of her head. with Yes. Apparently she's wearing like a shawl or a scarf or something she looks like a babushka what we would call her a babcha from my polish roots the kind of old woman that would sweep the sidewalks okay that's her outfit in that scene we learned she did not like to be photographed she didn't want her image on film right (laughs) maybe as a photographer it just caught my eye yeah just thought it was interesting it's intriguing and there are those people that say that Being photographed steals your soul. Steals your soul. Yes, Karen. So I didn't know if it was that or something else. That means you're a soul stealer, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) It's how I retain my youth. (laughs) So are there some things that you liked about the film that you can say? There are. There were some nice shots. Some good camera work in it. I agree. A lot of good shadow work, too, I thought. Mm Mm-hmm. That was very effective. It wasn't used a lot. It was used enough, but it was very effective. The um, special effects in general, I thought were good. The makeup, I thought in general, was very good. The quality of the film was good. It Just was. The- for, for an independent film, it's, it's pretty good quality. I didn't see any boom mics, Karen. Did you? Right. <laughs> no. And I thought the sets were effective. Yeah. There's not many. There's not a really. lot of them. But, but that should know. make no difference, right? Because there's been some great films that take place in one room, the whole film. Right. So whatever. No, but they got the the dichotomy of her home versus the homes that she worked in and things like that was effectively shown, I thought. Yeah, it was. I mean, her home was pretty nice, though. It was middle class. It wasn't her say. home, though, right? So we can't really say it where was her she home, lived. where she lived. Where she lived. Before I realized that, I was thinking, well, she doesn't like to be hurting for money. I thought she was a, what what did you say? A uh, underprivileged, underprivileged seamstress. But then I realized, oh, okay. So this is a family member's house that she is staying in. 
So it kind of made sense. The other thing I noticed, and I don't know if it means anything because I'm not big on symbolism. She was barefoot. A lot of the scenes, there were bare feet. And I don't know if that's supposed to mean something. I think what I remember from high school is that meant something like being grounded to the earth or Hmm. at one with nature or something like that. But I don't know. I don't know if that was a conscious choice or not, but I did notice it, that she was barefoot a lot. And they showed it. Now that you mention it. Yeah. The cast is kind of small, which is fine because I could keep track of who was who easily. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought the kids, there were a couple kids in the film. Yeah, yeah the, the little one, the littlest girl was very good, I thought. I thought they were all good. Good, creepy kids. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the, the kids in the film were really, really good. And I think the flashbacks that show her as a small child look like her. Enough that, you know, could have grown into her. And her mother resembled her, too. Enough that there was thought put into it. It wasn't haphazard at all. I didn't think. Yeah. You could see where, you know, connections. Special effects, like you mentioned, I thought were really good. Yeah. Special effects and makeup, especially for an independent film, I thought were very good. And the way they filmed those were good, too. Yep. The shots they used. They didn't overdo it, but it was definitely there. In spots, there was a lot of blood. Yes. <laughs> Which didn't bother me at all. If you're looking for gore, there's a little gore. There's a little gore. There's a little sexual little content. Nudity as well. Yes. Some sexual I wasn't content. mad at. <laughs> was there swearing? Yes, there was swearing, but not a lot. But I would say enough so that you it made an impact. So you realize, oh, he said a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> he must be serious, right? <laughs> yes. As opposed to other films where every other word is fuck or whatever, and that just gets old and boring real quick, at least for me. So would you give it, if it was going to come up on Amazon, we'd give it a 13 plus for... Violence, nudity, sexual content, or situations. I don't know how they... Swearing, do they say something about that? And there was drinking, but not excessive, except in maybe flashbacks or something, but but... The films we've watched before, it doesn't take a lot to get you That's know, true. branded as something. So so there was language, foul language, I think is what it says. Oh, that's it. Yes. Foul, foul language, language, nudity, sexual content, violence, alcohol use. And that's all I can think of. Yeah. Or maybe disturbing sequences. Or sometimes they say that. <laughs> yeah, they do. So it has all the good ones. Yeah. A lot of them. There's definitely, this is a bit of a spoiler, but there is definitely sequel potential. There is. And I knew you would enjoy that. Which I do enjoy. Can we at least say that there is a twist, just like in all most horror films of recent release, there's a twist? Yes. Okay. There's a good twist. I wasn't expecting it, but then once it happened, I'm like, oh, yeah. Got to be a twist, right? See, because Greg's a little slow. <laughs> I'm simple like that. I'm just into. I'm just going with it. Take me where thou wilt. <laughs> Hold my hand. I'll go with you. Exactly. Is there anything you didn't like? Uh, we talked about the cast earlier, and most of them are very good. There are a couple I think may have been miscast. Okay. Should I say in particular who? 
You can. I don't think that spoils anything. I think her father and her as a child, even though the actor, the little girl actress is very good. She didn't have quite the correct accent. Oh, but looks like her wise, mother did. Y- yes. But looks wise. Yes, yeah, it was it was very good. But the accent's going to come from both parents. And and the reason I didn't like dad is because he didn't have an accent much. So Well, I and think he, he didn't was, look. I thought he was American or something. Oh, he could have been. But he looked. Yeah, he definitely looked American. So I thought it was a mixed. Could have been. Maybe I'm. Um, Maybe I'm assuming too much, Karen. Some of the characters, I will say, I felt were a little one-dimensional, but it's to get a point across, and it's effective. And and I there's think not there's a- almost there might be too many. We are, you already said there yes. is a small cast, but there might be a couple too many. You know, because you don't have time to go with backstories. Right? How did they meet? Why are they together? Or you know, those kind of things. I think there are some loose ends. I can't reveal anything without, you know, <laughs> but I will say I felt like once you see the twist, there are things that happened that we don't see explanations for, which I don't know if they had those and there wasn't time. It only runs an hour and 30 minutes. Like hour 33, I think. Something like that. So I, I think they were kind of trying to keep in that time frame, Would I would bet. Mm-hmm. Is their goal. I agree. So I don't think the story suffers, but I think some of the characters no, do. I, yeah, I enjoyed the story. Very much. I, li- I like thing- witchy things, so I'm all in. Yeah, once once it was over, I'm like, well, that was... Yeah, I was getting it. I mean, so we've already said there's a twist. I mean, right before the twist, it was losing me. I was, I was clocking out <laughs> until that happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, okay. Because I had lots of questions previous to the twist about why did certain they things were to happening. Do this? Yes. Right. Why do we need this person or that person? Right. Or why would this be happening in the first place? Yeah. So it does set, I think it sets it up nicely because you're wondering. Yeah. Once, once it, you know, well, why is okay? You're going with it because mm-hmm. you know it's well done. You're thinking, well, okay, yeah, sure, that could happen. You know, mm-hmm. but in the back of your mind, the back there's of your this mind, little niggle, why? like, why, like, is, why, why is, is this, that? Why is this guy needed? Why is this situation needed? But then it all comes comes together at the end. Like I said, with a couple missing. Like a couple things, explanations missing. But overall, for you, Karen, I I wasn't missing anything. <laughs> At the end, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that ties it up in a nice little bow. It does, but <laughs> I'll explain it to him when we get off air. <laughs> yes, please, Karen, explain it to me because you know how slowly s- simple I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speak slowly. <laughs> but but the, I say, didn't hate it, right? Oh, overall, I. I liked it. I I, I walked walked away. Or I would have me. liked to seen it with a I'm sure a larger budget than it had. I could have seen more of it. I could have seen, like I said, more information. It, but it's an independent film, and I'm sure mm-hmm. they had a certain amount of money and a certain amount of time and all of that. So I think it's a good thing that I would have liked more. Yeah, we should say that this is from, like we said, Pasha Entertainment. I'm assuming I'm saying that right. 
And this is their first feature film. And actually, Victoria Bell is one of the founders of Pasha Entertainment. And she's a good actress. She is. I don't know how hard it is to direct yourself. Yeah, I know. I would find that difficult. Either it would go either one of two ways, right? Yeah, oh I, I would. God, I would I think. Suck! Look at how. Oh my yes, god! Or the, nailed it. <laughs> yeah, the dailies, as they call them in in the industry, would look might at suck. you, Greg. Yeah, dailies. <laughs> like when you're reviewing the day's footage, and you're like, okay, is there something there we can keep? I assume was what they do, and it would be hard to um, not be too judgmental on yourself. I think. Or the other extreme of, yeah, I don't need to do that again. That was awesome. <laughs> that would not be me. I would be picking apart every single thing. But I, I wonder how difficult it is to do that. Yeah. Not only just in that way, but physically. I would have to have someone else. I agree. Or, I or, or a couple other people maybe watching it with me and to, to give me unbiased opinions, right? Yes, someone whose job doesn't depend on saying, you, even though I'm paying you, <laughs> but I still have to accept if you say, Oh my God, you sucked so bad in that, you have to do it over. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that if you're going to be a writer, director, actor in a film, you like that comes with the territory. I would you think you have to be able to accept criticism. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you think about it, you're saying your own words, doing your own things the way you want to, you have to have someone that can come in and say, you know. Yeah. You wrote it great, but what if you did this yes. instead? <laughs> or that entrance was amazing, but what if you tried it like this? <laughs> <laughs> I just think that would be a difficult thing to do. So I'm impressed with how she did it. You didn't feel like she was overgrandizing herself or anything. No. And we said she was in 90% of the film, but you don't get a feeling that it's, she's hogging. Yeah. Hogging screen time, right? Right. <laughs> it's her story. She's the main character, right? And she's not lit beautifully and everyone else is lit poorly Correct. or anything like that. And so, she wears, her her costumes are much more simpler than the other people. in the Right. So that's well done too, I think, in a general sense. I know you have to cast actors in these things, but are you casting like your buddies? Hey, I'm doing a film. You want to do it? Or, you know, I don't know. If I was doing an independent film, I would. <laughs> but if those are your friends, are they going to listen to you? Because they're your um, friends and then you're the boss and you're, they they're would like, have yeah. to, wouldn't you? It's my fucking film. Yeah. But if you fired them, you'd have to start over. Okay. And <laughs> well, I'm just saying, money wise, it might be difficult. Ours would end up as a plan nine from outer space, not like this one with our True. friends. Yeah. <laughs> the things that I noticed that were used over and over, and I already mentioned bare feet. Mm -hmm. Also scissors. Yes. She's a seamstress, but there were scissors True. throughout, you know, in flashbacks sense. and, you know, lots of other places. And also, I don't know if you noticed this, but there was a lot of gray blue makeup. Even on her feet one time, there was a cool shot where she's getting out of bed and they're shooting from under the bed and her feet hit the floor. Mm -hmm. That was which that was very was, early. And I that's when the first scene I thought was very well done. 
where you're thinking, okay, this is going to be better than I expected because, and I will say that thought, floor was What is spotless. under the bed? That's what I thought. <laughs> what is under the bed? Yeah. There's no dust bunnies. Where are there? There's nothing. That is not what the <laughs> shoot would look like if it was in my room. But when Me her either. Feet... No dust bunnies and no dog hair. <laughs> right. <laughs> when her feet hit the floor, there was like this grayish tinge to them. So I almost didn't know if it was her feet or someone else's feet, but it was. It, so I didn't know if that was purposeful or not. But again, bare feet, but with this certain makeup that was this bluish gray kind of thing. I did pull out one quote for Greg that. Me? Yeah, for no. you. The ant, as she's about to expire, that's not really that big of a spoiler. Yeah, she's on deathbed when the film opens. So. Yeah. Stay strong in the Lord. Evil is lurking. Actually, it's probably for me around you. True, Karen, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do remember that quote. Can I ask you a question, though, about the ending without spoiling it too much? Can you? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Do you feel like in the end, Anna was a sympathetic character? It depends on how you view her, how much control you think she had. Yeah. So I think she commenting on that, reading the release notes and whatever, I knew that she had some power, right? And I kept waiting for her to wield that power like I would care. <laughs> well, some people aren't evil like you. <laughs> it simmers below the surface. It's not out all the, all for on display. I think that goes back to the thing in the beginning where there are people who choose to accept mm-hmm. the curse and utilize it. Yes. Or there are people who try to reject it. Yeah. To utilize it, meaning use it for their own well-being and... I think so. Accept it and become powerful. And, and perhaps become one of the social elite that she is trying to rub shoulders Maybe. with. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. To further advance yourself, right? Yes. You either accept or reject. Yes. But if you reject, they try to make you accept. So mm-hmm. it's a battle. You and I, Greg, we would have just been like, all right, come on in. <laughs> Go on, go on in, do your best. I felt sympathetic for her at the end, even after we know everything, (laughs) right? Well, again, I think it's about how much control. Okay. Not too spoilerish, is it? I don't know. I hope not. If we were giving this a cocktail rating, Karen, what would you give it? Oh, I think it's a three. I agree. I finished watching it and thought that was good. And I also thought... Well, I thought, well, that wasn't a waste of my time. I didn't hate it, right? But I kind of want to watch it again after the ending to see what I missed. Okay. You know, to I caught things, I think. I caught a few so things you, in the uh, beginning, like that I knew was heading towards something. Yes, you, you told me prior to recording. But <laughs> I wonder if there are other things. True. It's like watching The Sixth Sense or something, you know, you get to the end (laughs) and you're like, I bet I missed a bunch of stuff in there because you're just enjoying the movie. You know, you don't know what the you don't know a twist is coming. True. I mean, if if no one told you about The Sixth Sense, which I did not know. I did not know about it either. Yeah. And so I was like, dang. Yeah, me too. And this was a little like that 
to, <laughs> I had an inkling that something was going to happen and it did, but I probably missed things prior to that, that would have shown me what was happening. So it's clever in that way, but I don't think you should watch it looking for things. I think you should watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I didn't watch it looking for things. As a matter of fact, like most of the time I'm thinking, well, this is, I was kind of watching it like it's a drama, right? Which it kind of was. soap opera Yeah. I was just going with Not it. in a bad way, but in like yeah. stories. Mm -hmm. You were watching your stories. I wasn't waiting for it. I mean, there was enough going on and, gore yeah. and all that stuff to, and murder and mayhem to keep me interested and nudity <laughs> 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 to keep me interested. To make you think something's going to happen. But then when, you know, it happened, I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> My only real criticism is it might have taken 10 minutes too long to get there because I was getting ready to clock out until it happened. Well, probably because it was getting confusing. But once it happened, I was like, oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'd say definitely see it when it comes out. I agree. And I don't have any problem saying to our listeners, I think you would enjoy it. And especially if it's available on Amazon Prime and you have, what, 48 hours to watch it? And you can watch it twice, maybe in 48 yes. hours. <laughs> maybe watch it once and then watch it again to see what you missed if you did. I don't know. Because we don't know. We haven't watched it twice. Maybe Might we'll take watch Greg it three again. times. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll actually pay and watch it when it comes out, Karen. Yeah, I think that would be good. August 4th. From Pasha Entertainment. Yes. Heir of the Witch. Maybe this is why you don't go. What's that show where they go back and find your ancestors? Where did I come from or something like that? It's <laughs> something like, maybe you don't want to do. Who yeah, am I? Who am I or whatever. Maybe you don't want to do that. Well, you know, it's always good to know, Karen. Is it? Yes. It well, if you're going to interest. take advantage, if you're going to take advantage like you are. but Like I would? Yes. If hypothetically anything like that was in your background, yeah, which... But... Knowing some, you, it probably isn't. I find some old literature written in... In blood? A strange red liquid with lots <laughs> of symbols <laughs> that I can read. That's the important part there, that I can read. Because, you know, if it's in Latin or something, I have to call you and say, what does this say? <laughs> what does this mean? I was just thumbing through this book and found these Latin words. Can you tell me what they mean? <laughs> It wasn't a demonology book or right, anything no. like but that. But let's not confuse anybody. This isn't like Latin stuff. This, no, it's no, not. No, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just that usually it is, right, Karen? Yes. <laughs> that might be another feather in this film's cap. It's not traditional Catholic Latin Christianity. True. Crap. <laughs> Straight up witch. Yeah. It's old school. Well, it's. Moldovian folklore. Mm -hmm. That's Eastern Europe. Strigoiko, right? Strigoiko. It's as close as I can get. I've heard that word before. I, I feel like I have as well. I do have Eastern European background. Hmm. Well, there you go, Karen. Maybe I should do 23andMe. <laughs> Find out you're from Africa. Well, it's better now. <laughs> it's much it? better than it used to be, yeah. Okay, Dr. Karen. You would know. Anything else we need to cover, Karen? Good special effects. 
good story, good acting. It's worth a watch. Solid three from us. Solid three. So we'd love it if when it comes out, when? August 4th. August 4th, Air of the Witch. If you'd give it a watch and let us know what you think. Absolutely. Comment wherever you're listening to this podcast. It's a Friday, August 4th, Karen. Yeah, get a group together, pop some popcorn, see what you think. Yeah, everyone throwing a few cents and... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, take a collection. Stream it. I'm sure available on most streaming services. And then email Greg at scaryspirits.com and tell him what you saw that he obviously didn't. Yes, or to comment on whatever you found this, social media, whatever. Yeah, we don't care. We'll Just see let us it. know. We're everywhere. Yes, we are. <laughs> and we should thank Pasha Entertainment, Aaron, for reaching out to us and asking us to do this. For making us feel special. I know. Not many people do that. I feel like a prom queen, Karen. <laughs> Aww. Era the Witch, August 4th. Go watch it. 2023. Anything else, Karen? Please drink responsibly. Yes. Thanks so much for listening. Want to keep in touch? Check out our website, scaryspirits.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Scary Spirits Podcast. Find us on YouTube at Scary Spirits Podcast. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at info at scaryspirits.com. To help us grow the podcast, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You know, we really do appreciate your support. And as always, please drink responsibly.